Welcome to the Nittany Blues Podcast. By Penn State fans, for Penn State fans. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Vince. Hello, Nanny Lion fans. Today we are here to recap Penn State's 77-68 victory over the Quinnipiac Bobcats. Uh, this game started off uh, really slow for the Nittany Lions. Uh, it was a bit of a defensive struggle. Uh, the Bobcats are a really solid basketball team. They were 9-3 and three coming into this contest. And being down Seth Lundy, I thought that this would be a tough matchup. There were not many fans in the BJC due to the inclement weather we had Thursday. So, you know, a bit of a, a difficult situation to come into an environment a home game, uh, you know, kind of with a, a, a quiet atmosphere. Uh, however, the Nittany Lions brought a lot of energy. They played really well defensively. They held the Bobcats to a, a mere 23 points in the first half. So Penn State was really excellent on the defensive end in the first half. Uh, towards the end of the first half, they did go on a little bit of a run. It, it was relatively close, but they got to a 10-point lead by the time uh, halftime half hit. Uh, Cam Winter was definitely the leader in the first half uh, for the Lions. He had a great game today, almost getting a double-double. Uh, he had 12 points and 9 rebounds with 6 of 13 from the field. So he was nearly really efficient, uh, hitting nearly 50% of his shots. So he had a really nice day. Another guy that had a really great day was Jalen Pickett. He was a little bit quieter in the first half. However, in the second half, he just uh, took over the game. Uh, he had 21 points, 12 rebounds, and nine assists. So becoming so close to you know getting his second triple-double of the season. Uh, he looked good, uh, took a lot of shots, 23. So uh, he was definitely running the offense through him. And uh, this was a really tough shooting night for the Nittany Lions. They were only 2 of 16 from behind the arc in the first half. So Penn State definitely relied on their defense to get a win against the Bobcats. Um, with the uh, unavailability of Seth Lundy, there were other guys that needed to step up. Uh, Miles Dredd took a lot of those minutes. He played uh, 28 minutes, but the guy who got the nod was Mikey Hen, and he put he displayed a terrific offensive performance. He was always moving to the right spot, uh, finding the open lanes. Uh, his fundamentals in the low post are just fantastic, and a real pleasure to watch. Uh, and you, you you can tell that um, he's looking at guys to move faster. Uh, Jameel Brown was another guy who I thought did pretty well today, getting more minutes. Uh, only had two points, but had two rebounds and a big block de- on the defensive end. Um, he You could tell Mikey Hen is, you know, being a seventh-year guy, he, he is very high with his basketball IQ. Uh, he, there was a time where he was kind of looking at Jameel to pass him the ball quicker and get the, the ball rotated around the perimeter faster to create the shot. So he definitely knows uh, how to run the offense really well. And I was really impressed with his play tonight. He was four or five from the field um, really and could really do it all, you know, knocking down 11 points in 13 minutes. So um, he's a guy I've been wanting to see more of, and I'm happy to uh, see him getting some more minutes. Unhappy that it's probably because of the Lundy injury, but it is nice to, 
uh, see him shine once he's had the opportunity. Yeah, in the second half, it was pretty much the the Andrew Funk show. Uh, Andrew had 16 points in the last 1645 of the game. No points in the first half, but uh, when he got hot, he got hot. He knocked down a couple three pointers. Uh, he also, you know, had some drives to the rim. He was using the pump fake well to get defenders in the air, take one dribble in, and take a mid range jumper. Uh, he also had some nice assists today, three assists. He was able to find Kebajai cutting towards the basket for an e- easy layup or dunk. So he was moving really efficiently today. Uh, and speaking of Kebajai, uh, man, he's he's looking like he's starting to catch up with the speed of the game. This is really nice to see. He got 19 minutes, had eight points, three rebounds, and an astonishing four blocks on the defensive end. Uh, today, he was he was starting to look like he belongs more. And you know it's really nice to see the growth of Keba. Uh, he did have three fouls today. A couple of them were a little ticky-tacky. But yeah, his, his growth is phenomenal. Uh, he had four blocks today. He was four or five from the free throw line, which that's something he's been struggling with at times. And offensively, I, I like that they're trying to feed him more and get Kevin more involved. So that's I'm really loving that part. And because if we get Kevin the ball more in the post and he's winning his matchups, that's going to bring in double teams, which will open uh, three point opportunities for this Nittany Lion team. Uh, late in the the first half of uh, or the second half of the game, Quinnipiac did make a bit of the run. It did get close to 20 points. At one point, however, Quinn, Quinnipiac made a push. Uh, they made some tough shots. Uh, Lions had a couple turnovers, but overall, this was uh, a really good day for the Lions. They did only have three turnovers. Uh, Quinnipiac had eight, so they won the turnover battle, which was huge. Uh, the Bobcats did do a little better on the boards. They had 42 rebounds to 37, including 14 of those being on the offensive end. This created some more opportunities for the Bobcats. And really what kept the Bobcats in this game was their three-point shooting. They were 12 for 31, uh, just below 40% shooting. So that really kept them in the game. Uh, Penn State was only 6 for 29, uh, shooting out a 21% clip. So we really relied on uh, getting to the paint and drawing a lot of fouls and knocking down our free throws. Uh, Penn State got 17 from the line today and knocking down 15. 88%. So that's close to that 90 mark, which is really good uh, for a team. Field goals overall were good too. uh, 41% compared to uh, Quinnipiac being 31%. Uh, I think a lot of that is due to the presence of Keba Jai in the post. He's altering a lot of shots, getting a lot of blocks, and doing a lot of good things for this Penn State team. And it's really great to, to see that growth and see him hitting his stride heading into the winter break here. So by the end of the game, we did end up winning by nine, which is kind of what I expected. Uh, this Quinnipiac team is a solid squad. They're nine and three. Uh, this is probably their biggest game of the year. They, I think they have a good chance to, to win their conference championship and potentially be an NCAA tournament team. Uh, they're really competitive. And saw a lot from Penn State that I liked. They, they found a way to win. Uh, I thought they were going to win around eight to 10 points against a, a pretty solid team. And when you lose a, a guy like Seth Lundy, uh, that makes it really hard when you're missing one of your best players, uh, especially one of his ability and kind of something that I saw w- that was good was uh, Seth was not in a, uh, 
a cast or a boot. Uh, he, he was walking around a little bit in the pregame warmups, wasn't doing any running or jumping or, or anything, but he was, he seemed okay. He was just standing there dribbling around and I hope he's able to get uh, back to, back to full health in the new year. The lines will be okay without him next week against Delaware state, which is a two win basketball team. So, you know, we'll be fine heading to, we don't need him for that game. There's no need to uh, rush him back. Even if he is healthy. Yeah. Cause the, the knee lines will be able to take care of uh, Delaware state without any issues. With that said, I think it's time to move on to players of the game. Uh, I have to award my finale fighter to Mikey Hen. Uh, this is a guy who was extremely efficient today, had the highest shooting percentage on the team, making four out of his five field goal attempts, getting 11 points in 13 minutes. He had two rebounds and assist, was 2-2 two two from the free throw line, had a steal on the defensive end. So he had to get my finale fighter award. Moving on to our bird brawler. Uh, for me, it had to be uh, Kevin Jai. Uh, we're starting to see what we've wanted, been wanting to see out of him all year long. He's doing a really good job of uh, creating blocks on the defensive end, altering a lot of shots. Um, he's getting more involved and in being a little more aggressive in the post, which is something I'm really happy to see. And our Mahoney Mahler, I'm going to give this award to uh Cameron Winter, uh, when things were not going super well in the first half, uh, you know, he he really stepped up, he got a lot career high in rebounds, nine rebounds. So big game for Cam Winter in winter time. Uh, Andrew Funk also had a good day. He was, you know, a candidate for this award with uh, 16 points in the second half. Uh, you know, in the last 16, 45 of the game, he definitely went from a uh, Clark Kent to Superman pretty quick there. Uh, just like his game against Canisius, uh, Jalen Pickett, you you have to give him a shout out just for being awesome every night. He played 38 minutes, had 21 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists. He was in the paint all night long, uh, took a lot of shots, uh, not nine out of 23. You'd like that to be a little bit higher, but you know he, when he's the the focal point of the offense, the other team is going to try to keep that away. So it is difficult to um, keep that high shooting percentage for all the games and. It was good to see Penn State find a way to win against uh, a solid non-conference opponent, um, especially when the threes were not following up. Typically, Penn State, uh, on a good night, uh, they're going to double their percentage when they shoot from the three. And it's not like uh, these were bad three-point shots where they were contested. Um, we just missed a lot a lot of early ones. Uh, Dallane Johnson did make one nice three, but uh, he was only one for four from behind the line. Uh, Miles Dredd was only one for four as well. So uh, shots weren't, weren't, weren't falling. And uh, that's okay because uh, Cam Winter, I mean, even Cam Winter was over four and he, he shot well for the day. So, you know, you're not going to have all those guys be that oft, that often time. And a game to have it, a good game to have it is against a team like Quinnipiac. And it forced them to find other ways to win. And, I'm hoping that games like this give them a more balanced offense in the future. That way they don't have to rely so heavily on a three. Uh, seeing Keba step up and seeing Andrew Funk especially hit him on some pass to the post has you know really been a kind of a highlight that I've seen. And whenever Keba's on the floor, I want Andrew Funk on the floor. Those two have really good chemistry. Um, they've been hooking up a lot lately for 
you know, easy scoring opportunities. So, you know, if, if uh, I need to get Funk a rest, I'm definitely, you know, having Keb on the bench with him and, you know, throwing in Miles Dredd and Mikey Hennon there uh, for that lineup. So all in all, good day for Penn State. Uh, the next game will be home in the BJC, the 29th at a 2 p.m. tip off against the uh, Delaware State Hornets. Uh, this should be uh, an easy game for the Lions. Uh, looking at Delaware State, they have a uh, one in ten record, so you know this should be a, an easy win for the Lions. Uh, so for my communion prediction, I'm going to predict that we have five guys in double figures with at least ten points. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of the freshmen. I think the freshmen are going to get a lot of minutes, and this will be a really good learning experience for them as well. Final score prediction. I'm going to roll with uh, Penn State 93 and Delaware State 62. Big win for the Lions. We'll head into the new year. And, uh, you know, we got Iowa coming in to town on uh, the 1st of January. So that will be a, a big game for the Lions. If you'd like to support the bot, please tell your friends. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star review so that other Nittany Lion fans like you can find us. Interested in new episodes? You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or other streaming platforms to be notified. Thank you for listening. We want to remind you that we are the Nittany Blues Podcast. Have a great holiday, and we'll see you next time.